Always feeling it. Your right, right, right here. Right here. Just pull right in there. Good. Is your foot going to fit? Yep. It is? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, it was wow. made for this. Okay. Yes. Yes. Put your brakes on. You're not going anywhere. Brakes on. There you go. Okay. Okay. We'll see you. He's yours. Okay. All right. He's yours. Coming back tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there in two weeks. They'll, trust me, they'll have me out on the road. You know what, guys? I don't even have any can. Well, maybe I do. No, I don't think I do.
Board of Public Works meeting to order of Monday, May 17th. Number two, approval of minutes of May 3rd. Motion by Mike, did you, Mr. Fire, second by Rosenditch. Comments, questions, corrections? All in favor say aye. Aye. Motion carries. We have no citizens here, so we'll go right to the number four construction update presented by Chris Hawley, Street Superintendent. Chris. Good evening, everybody. Uh, as the old saying goes, April showers bring orange barrels and barricades. <laughs> um, we had a really good, since the last time we met, we had a really good two weeks weather-wise. Um, sounds like this week is, is uh, gonna be a little hot and humid, which will help us out uh, some, some of the seating that we've done. So hopefully some of that seating will take off really good this week. Uh, just to give you uh, a general roundup of what, what we've been doing the last two weeks, um, we've completed the crack filling for uh, this spring, and then we'll pick that back up this fall, weather permitting. Uh, tonight we'll be talking about uh, the asphalt rejuvenator project and get that on schedule. And crack filling, uh, I talked with the uh, company that does our concrete crack filling and they're getting our estimate to us um, later this week or earlier this week and along with our chip sealing contract. Um, notable things that got done since we last met, Arlington uh, ditching and tiling and black dirt and seeding are completed. And the pulverizer is actually scheduled for June 1st, about two weeks out. And then the asphalt will be shortly after that, along with larch. That is also ditch tiled, black dirted and seeded. And the pulverizer is scheduled for June 1st on that also. Uh, Adams, it says on our, on, our, on our memo here that scheduled to start today. We did start today and got a really good start on it. Uh, and we actually got about half of the uh, east side of the length of the project done today. So things are moving right along with the ditching and tiling, the mill and replace crew. Um, all of our 2020 mill and place projects are all touched up now. We still receive a few miscellaneous calls that we meet with the landowner and, and help them out. But in general, everything is all reseeded and topsoiled. Um, concrete, uh, concrete asphalt project, Adams is concrete work is completed and it is scheduled for May 24th, the week of May 24th to get asphalt. American Asphalt is actually in this week and if they can fit it in their schedule, we'll get that road up, opened up also later this week, hopefully. Uh, some of the notable patches uh, that we did, uh, the larger ones that you guys see around, um, Upham Street out by Festival Foods parking lot, that is scheduled for Wednesday uh, paving and get that opened up Wednesday evening weather permitting, of course, up them, the same thing. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, it's the 700 block of North Central, where there's uh, quite a bit of uh, traffic lane deviation in there. That is also scheduled for Wednesday, along with 5th Street uh, westbound traffic lane near the Cypress intersection. intersection. Um, some of the miscellaneous work that we, we also got done, uh, we got a round of patching in. We had a crew out last week quite a bit. Um, so we got another round of pothole patching done. Um, we cleaned up the Fig Avenue de detention basin where we did some uh, channel cleaning late last fall and we wanted to get back in there uh, earlier winter to, to finish uh, cleaning that up. But due to some uh, uh, water department transmission lines breaking, they had some issues with some back flushing. So they back flushed that uh, and it goes into that pond. So that pond was uh, flooded most of the winter. So we got out there last week and 
finalized and got that all cleaned up. So uh, with that, uh, things are going really good, moving right along. And I'll entertain any questions if anybody has any. Any questions for Chris? Okay, thank you, Chris. Number five, approval of contract 2021-02 bid award presented by Tom Turchi, city engineer, Tom. All right, these are for <clears throat> the projects of Blodgett Street from St. Joseph's Avenue to Wood Avenue, uh, Cedar Avenue from 6th Street to A Street, A Street, Maple Avenue, East and West, and Lincoln Avenue, Blodgett Street to Briarwood Street. Uh, bids were open for this project on Monday, May 10th. 2021, and we received three bids for this work. The low bid was submitted by Gerke Excavating of Toma, Wisconsin, in the amount of $662,988.29. The bidders were Gerke Excavating, Haas Sons, and Earth Incorporated. Uh, looking at the project budget, uh, Blodgett Street, St. Joe's uh, to Wood, we had a total bid of $454,000. $10.78. The sanitary costs, these are the costs that are getting billed back to the various utilities. Um, the sanitary costs on that project were $53,220.37, and the water costs were $193,827.42, and the asphalt costs are $206,962.99. Um, on the Cedar Avenue project uh, from 6th to 8th, uh, that project uh, was bid at $48,303.65. Of that, $32,069.62 is going to the sanitary sewer, and the water is picking up the remaining $16,234.03. Uh, the East A, A Street Maple Avenue project um, was bid at $44,442.33. Uh, the sanitary is picking up $24,830.86. And the water utility is picking up $19,611.47. Uh, the Lincoln Avenue project, Project Byerwood, was $116,231.52. And this was entirely a sanitary sewer project, so the sanitary sewer will be picking up 100% of the cost for this project. Uh, reviewing the budget, uh, the wastewater utility uh, had budgeted $290,000, which exceeds the bid amount by about $63,600. Uh, Marshfield Utilities Water Department funding is is there's is funding their specific items at $229,672.92 through water utility fees. Uh, the remaining $206,962.99 was planned for and will be funded through the 2021 Asphalt Street Surfacing and Mill in Place budget. Uh, therefore, I'd recommend that contract 2021-02 Street and Utility Reconstruction be awarded to the low bidder of Kirky Excavation Incorporated of Toma, Wisconsin in the amount of $662,988.29 and authorized in execution of a contract. I have a motion by Mr. Fisher, second by Mr. Fire. Comments or questions? Mr. Fire. Tom, have we ever had this company before? Uh, they have. It must have been a while if they. Okay. No, we they have not worked for us before. Uh, they worked last year for Wisconsin Rapids. I called the city engineer from Wisconsin Rapids last week, talked to him a while about um, their their work and they seemed fairly comfortable with them and didn't have any issues with their project, so. Good. It's good to get another contractor, especially if we can get it for less. 
Anybody else? Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, I, I do think what we're seeing with the higher prices by some of our regular bidders is that uh, inflation is starting to creep in here a little bit, um, and that, that could be a sign of things to come. Uh, we're, we're pretty pleased with the number we've got on our low bidder, but uh, it might be just a little bit of a heads up that higher numbers could be around the corner. But I, I think, Mike, you're right. Uh, we we should be commending you, uh, Tom, to uh, talk to Rapids to get that company. So we're saving a bunch of money this year anyway. So good job. Okay, uh, vote. Oh. Oh. All in favor, say aye. Aye. What? I'd rather take and thank my team because it takes the whole team oh. to get these yeah. projects. Yeah, well, when I are, say so. that, that's okay. what I mean. All right. Okay, all in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Aye. Motion carries. Number six, approval of agreement for asphalt rejuvenating surface treatments for 2021, presented by Dan Connect, Director of Public Works. Dan. Thank you. I'm sure you all recall our traditional asphalt maintenance practice of, <coughs> of the chip seals, which uh, you know, puts an oil, an oil treatment down and then the, the stone over the top, whether, and we've used a variety of stone uh, on these types of uh, maintenance practices in the past. And that typically is applied five to seven years out after the asphalt pavement uh, is placed. And then we would follow up in another five or seven to 10 years with another, another chip seal. And we've been doing that for a long time. Um, but what happens in this in that situation is the, the pavement undergoes some aging before it gets that first maintenance treatment. And there are some uh, more proactive treatments that uh, staff has learned about uh, recently and, and we, we'd like to try some of that. Uh, and that, that approach is to apply a rejuvenator early in the life of the pavement, uh, as early as the, the first year after it's being paved, after it's been paved. And there, those rejuvenators are designed to uh, penetrate into the asphalt, strengthen the surface, resist the effects uh, of exposure to sun and the UV rays and freeze thaw and so forth. And uh, they can even reverse the effects of aging to some degree. Well, what we've learned is the best candidates for rejuvenators are pavements that are really in good condition yet. And you wanna get at them before they're too far gone. Um, and as I mentioned, it's a proactive treatment that is typically applied before the pavement undergoes um, much in the way of deterioration. So essentially you're trying to extend the life on the front end of the pavement versus waiting till it starts deteriorating and then extend the life as it ages. And you'll recall from March that we had a, a representative of this uh, product here uh, presenting to the Board of Public Works with uh, the benefits of that approach. So last year we, we did use this Reclamite rejuvenator on about 60,000 square yards of, of one-year-old asphalt. Uh, and we believe it's been a cost-effective method. You, you can actually see the difference in a rain event with the water um, and how it um, Beating. Be beads up on the surface and, uh, and sheds, um, dries off quicker. And then you, if you recall some of the, the photos that the, the industry rep showed you back in March on, on how uh, it weathers much better. Uh, as far as cost of this treatment, uh, the volume that we're doing this year, we're getting at about 95 cents a square yard. Our traditional chip seal, when we bid a, a larger amount of that, it was in the $2.35 to $2.65 a square yard, depending on what you used for the, the cover aggregate. So it's under a half to maybe a third of the cost of, um, of the chip seal, and it will extend the life um, of the pavement on the front end, as I said. 
eventually you would still get into your chip seal process, but it would be a little further down the, down the road. And I think we could go up to two different treatments of the, uh, of the reclamite, uh, which we would like to do on some of these streets and kind of get a, a longer history of, of, uh, of our experience with it. So I did include in the agenda packet, uh, the list of streets that we're planning to cover with uh, this rejuvenator. Uh, it's all of the streets we paved last year, uh, as well as a few from 2018 that we were not able to get to last year. And we found a, a few stragglers from 2015 that, that hadn't been um, touched yet. And that's probably on the outside edge of, of how soon you wanna put this material on, but we'd like to try it and see um, how things work on those few streets that were 2015 holdovers. Um, as I mentioned, at 95 cents a square yard, the total cost of this uh, application is 160,578, and I did include the proposal in, uh, from Corrective Asphalt Materials in the agenda packet. So, the recommended action is to uh, approve the proposal from uh, Corrective Asphalt Materials for application of the Reclamite uh, Asphalt Rejuvenator and authorized execution of a purchase order. Motion. Mr. Rosenditch, second by Mr. Fire. Questions? Mr. Fisher. I just have one question. If I understood you correctly, Dan, uh, you said some of the the roads had been treated last year and that you're retreating them. Did I hear you correctly? No, we, we did treat some of our 2019 pavements last year, but they would not be on the list this would year. Would not be on the list this year. Correct. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Thank you. Anybody else? Okay, all in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Those against, motion carries. <clears throat> Number seven, update on street division site presented by Dan Connect, Director of Public Works, Dan. Thank you, yeah, we've talked about this for a while saying I was gonna bring an update to you, so I finally got a chance to put something together. So you'll recall that back in 2020, we went through a, a, a space needs and site planning assessment for the street division site and we had uh, Norman Berrientos from Berrientos Design and Consulting uh, working on that for us. That report was presented to the Common Council in August of 2020. And some of the key takeaways uh, from the report were uh, the following. So the, the main building that dates back to the 1940s and the new addition dates back to 1966. So if that's still new, uh, that that's the, makes up the bulk of the, of the garage there. And then of course, there've been several outbuildings added over the years. Uh, but the, the age and the layout and size of, of our current building uh, operations there just don't meet the needs uh, of today's equipment and uh, modern operations. The current site at 5.8 acres is, is not big enough to house uh, recommended uh, building and yard improvements. And the study pointed out that 10 acres would be an optimal size for the site. Uh, the, study, the study did look at acquiring additional lands adjacent to the site, but even then it wouldn't get us up to the uh, 10 acre target uh, site size. So you, you may remember in August of 2020, then after the council presentation, this board did discuss the report in more detail. Uh, we didn't have any action at that time, but there seemed to be consensus that the city should look for another site uh, to meet the long-term needs of the street division. Uh, and that was focused solely on the needs of the street division. There's kind of a parallel effort going on right now on a second street uh, corridor uh, assessment and some, some future planning on what could happen in, in that corridor. So uh, as that evolves, that would also lead some um, uh, justification to considering a new site for the street division. 
So since August of 2020, uh, we've had some high level discussion of, of possible sites that could be considered how we really haven't taken any real meaningful steps to advance the site selection process. However, uh, we have had some discussion with the Wood County Highway Commissioner. We, we knew that Wood County has a, a, a public works facility here in Marshfield, just off of Galvin Avenue. Uh, and it's a fairly large site, almost 18 acres. Uh, they do have some plans for improvement on that site, but not, uh, not using the entire site. So in discussing uh, with Roland Hawk, the highway commissioner, uh, we thought there could be some real value in looking at sharing a site with Wood County. Um, not only just sharing a site, but sharing other resources. For instance, we both have a need for fueling stations. Could there be a shared fueling station that uh, charges each other accordingly? We both have uh, salt storage and other material stockpiles. Could there be a way to share, uh, share facilities like that um, and then have proper accounting so each, each uh, entity pays for their share? Uh, we, dabbled a little bit in sharing equipment with uh, the county, um, but the timing doesn't always work out. Um, the, um, the type of equipment we share, sometimes they wanna use it, whatever, but being on the same site would allow us to coordinate that uh, a little tighter and maybe give us some greater opportunities for that. We even talked about the possibility of sharing some um, staff space. Uh, Wood County doesn't house as many staff on this site as, as we do, but when they have training and so forth and or, or uh, their staff events there, do they need to have all that space in their own building or could it be a shared space in a city building? So uh, a lot of questions about that. We would have to really dig into what, what values we could, could gain from that and how, how we could share. And maybe there's some drawbacks too that we haven't really thought about, but uh, we did think it was worth um, taking another step and trying to evaluate uh, the pros and cons of, of sharing a site. So what I'm recommending tonight is that we would uh, seek a proposal from uh, Norman Barrientos uh, to evaluate the feasibility of a shared site like this. Uh, in talking with, with Roland, uh, he's willing to share in the cost of that, depending on how it um, benefits or impacts uh, Wood County operations. Obviously, most of this would probably be looking at how we would fit our operations on a on a site or what's remaining of that site. Uh, but the shared uh, the shared concepts we would share in cost uh, with Wood County on this feasibility study. So uh, the recommendation then would be to direct staff to secure a proposal from Barrientos Design and Consulting for site feasibility and planning for the street division for a possible shared site with the Wood County Highway Department on South Galvin Avenue. And we bring that back to, to the Board of Public Works for consideration when it's ready. Is that a, is that a motion? Motion by Mr. Fisher, second by Mr. Fire. Questions? Mr. Rosendich. Is there any, thank you. Is there any other uh, counties and cities that do the same thing? Uh, that's a good question. And uh, I know there are some that are nearby, but whether they share resources directly, I'm not sure. I think Mar Wausau and Marathon County have sites that are right nearby each other. Um, I don't know how much they share resources, but that's what we'd like to find out. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great to see if they how it works for them. I mean, I think it's a great idea to share resources like that. But anybody else, Mr. Fire, and we had we had talked about when we got the last report <coughs> that where we are now is not probably not the best idea to, to, to prolong range down the road. 
and we, we were all kind of in agreement that we should look for a different site. And I, I'm not surprised that the county would want to, you know, use, utilize that property, and, and it, it sits there. Um, my question is, would we, you know, this is, we'll probably find out, will we access Galvin, or will we have an access to the, to the uh, parkway like we do now? Would we have it, do you think? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't butt up to the parkway, so I don't think we would have a direct access to the parkway. Uh, if you remember from the, the ideal site that Barrientos presented to us, they said, you know, corner lot is an ideal configuration. Uh, the way this lot lays out would be on the corner of 21st Street and Galvin Avenue, so I think it could accomplish that. And it's just down the street to hit uh, Veterans Parkway at the 29th Street intersection, or if you came back the other way, uh, to Hume Avenue um, by the Yardway site there, you could get on the, the Veterans that, that way as well. So uh, while it's not quite on Veterans like our current site, I think it's pretty close that close enough that we would be able to uh, um, respond pretty well throughout the city. Chris, do you have any comments on, on that? Do you agree with what Dan pretty much says? Yeah. Okay, anybody else? Okay, all those in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Number eight, consideration of date and time for first board of public works meeting in June, presented by Dan Connect, Director of Public Works. Dan. And we have one of those situations <clears throat> coming up in June where the uh, first of the month is only uh, seven days ahead of the, the second Tuesday, uh, which means that our, our uh, board of public works meeting would then be pushed ahead one day to the last day of May. Well, that falls on a holiday. So in, when that's happened in the past, we've uh, held our Board of Public Works meeting on a, on a Tuesday then. Um, and so that'd be Tuesday, June 1st. And we would hold it um, at six o'clock or immediately following the uh, Finance uh, Committee. Uh, I think your agenda packet might suggest a 5.30 start, but uh, Finance Committee will be meeting, be meeting at five o'clock in this very room. Some years we've tried to run the meetings concurrently uh, and we thought it would just be better to have finance first and then jump right into the board meeting. So I'd recommend your approval to uh, change the meeting time for our first Board of Public Works meeting of June to Tuesday, June 1st at 6 p.m. or immediately after the finance committee meeting. Motion. Mr. Rosenditch, second. Mr. Fisher, any comments? Go ahead, Mr. Rosenditch. Um, is there going to be enough agenda items where we, I mean, where we wouldn't maybe have to do it at all or, you know, after holidays? That. So Yeah, that's a good question. At this point, I don't know that I have anything pressing, so. I mean, because at that point we could, but you would cancel that at We would, at that yep. point. If we get closer the, the Friday before the holiday weekend, they would cancel if that's what it came to. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Okay, anybody else? All in favor, say aye. Opposed? Motion carries. <clears throat> Number nine, adjourn the closed session under Wisconsin statutes 19.851E, deliberating or negotiating the purchasing of public properties, investing of public funds, or conducting other specified public business whenever competitive or bargaining reasons are involved. And this item will be about Marshfield Clinic Health System airspace lease. Motion to go to closed session. Mr. Rosenditch, second by Mr. Fisher. Roll call. Fisher? Yes. Iyer? Yes. 
Rosenditch? Yes. And Butke. Yes. All right, we are in closed session.
future agendas. Anybody have anything for future agendas? Quiet. Motion to adjourn. Mr. Rosenditch, second by Mr.